Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I appreciate you joining me again today, and this is the last of my series today on imagining. You can only imagine what God can do in your life and God's healing power. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for our dear listeners. God bless them, lead them, help them put their faith and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. One thing we have to understand, folks, is Jesus is never an inconvenience. We act like we don't want to bother him. You know, I closed with that yesterday, and, and you know what? He wants to hear from you. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. It's kind of like a best friend. When you have a best friend, what do you do? You guys talk on the phone. You call each other, and and you know when something great happens, you call and tell them what happened, and you love to do that. My brother Dave and I, uh, he was in Oregon as a pastor for years, but we'd connect all the time, especially during track season. We'd always talk and call and talk about all these great track runners, and and he'd tell about Oregon, I'd tell about Idaho, and we just we love sharing that good news, and that's kind of like Jesus. Sharing the good news, you know. I, I I love following track. It's kind of funny. People always think of me as baseball, basketball, football, but I love following track. In fact, there's a guy in Kimberly. His last name is Bear, B-A-I-R, and he has ran a 10.4600, Folks, that is burning. I can't wait to go watch him. I'm I'm going to watch him at state tournament. And then there's a guy in and Emmett, that's a great athlete, and he's pole vaulted 17 feet, 2 inches. I'd love that stuff. My brother Dave was alive. I'd be calling him and said, Dave, you can't believe it. I did call my other brother Doug and told him about these guys because finally we got some better guys than Oregon has. And But anyway, you share those good news because you like sharing with them. That's what Jesus, he wants us to share the good news with him and share their struggles with him. He wants to be there for us. Well, finally, I was telling you about Jairus and Jairus' daughter, I mean, who God doesn't pray for, she was dead. And we know that God, of course, you know the story that God touched her, but I'm going to read the story. I didn't read you the rest of the story. I just, uh, I guess I was assuming that you knew the story. But while he was still speaking, they came from the house of the synagogue officials saying, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher anymore? But Jesus, overhearing what was being spoken, said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid any longer, only believe. Very simple. Do not be afraid any longer. Only believe. Put your trust in me. You see, that's what Jesus is saying to you with the situation you might be dealing with this at this very time. Just believe God is there for you. You know, it's not an inconvenience for Jesus. He's waiting for you to recognize him and count on his power to touch your lives. But he wants to know that you care enough to call upon him and that you believe. A valuable lesson in life is this. We don't have because we don't ask. We don't have because we don't ask. You know, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you find. Knock and the door will be opened. You know, I've told you the story years ago about my father. My brother asked my father why he gave Tommy so many things. And dad said, he's the only one of you boys that ever asked for anything. Well, see, I wasn't as dumb as I might look. <laughs> I, I asked and, and I received, but it's a great example. Dad used that as an example at times, too. He said, you got to ask. Jesus is waiting for you to ask. Ask him to help. Jesus comes up in the, uh, to the scene in J- Jairus' dead daughter, and he saw that and heard the commotion and imagined a lot of sad, sadness. And he said, 
He said this. This is kind of funny because he a crazy thing to say because these people all thought she was dead. Said, "Why are you wail? Why are you wailing? She is not dead. She's just asleep." Can you imagine what you're thinking when you know somebody died, and somebody comes up and says, "Hey, she's just asleep." They laughed at him. They obviously didn't know who they were dealing with. Believe in Jesus' power. It's no laughing matter. I think all of us have probably been around people who would laugh in the fact that we believe in Jesus and that he is in ultimate control of our lives. And sometimes that turns people off, and pretty soon people turn away from God because they don't want people laughing at them. Christians, stand up. Stand up for the cross of Jesus. Stand up for Jesus Christ. It's worth being laughed at because Jesus Christ is our Redeemer, and we're going to spend eternity with him. Of course, many of us today have firsthand witness of the power of Almighty God, and we know without a shadow of doubt, He is there to change lives. You know, and I I see this from time to time in the different people that I've dealt with and the different prayer requests, watched God answer and, and saw the power of God and healing. And then other times I said, Lord, why haven't you healed this person? Why? You know, and God says, you know what? I am the Creator. I will do in my will, but you got to believe. Let's read the account just referring uh, to it. I'm just referring to in Mark chapter 5, verse 37 through 42. It says, And he allowed no one to follow him with him except Peter, James, and John. That's when he went up to pray for Jairus' daughter. And they came up to the house of the synagogue official. He beheld a commotion, the people loudly weeping and wailing. And entering, and he said to them, Why make such a commotion and weep? The child has not died, but asleep. And they began laughing at him, like I told you. But putting them out, he took along the child's father and mother and his own companions and entered the room where the child was. And taking the child in hand, he said to her, Talitha, come, which translates, little girl, I say to you, arise. And listen to this, folks. And immediately the girl arose and began to walk, for she was 12 years old. And immediately they were completely astounded. And he gave them strict order that no one should know about this. And he said that something should be given to her to eat. I got thinking about that. No one to know about it. Everybody's going to know she's alive. Everybody's going to know all of a sudden this girl that was dead is now alive. Folks, that's like when you give your life to Jesus Christ. You are once dead. Until you give your life to Christ, you are really spiritually dead. You know, but when you accept Jesus, your Lord and Savior, and I say, Lord, come into my life, forgive me my sins. You know, you become alive in him. You know, the power of Jesus astonishes people. I don't know why. They read the word of God. You know what great power he has. I mean, look, he destroyed the world with the flood. I mean, and built the world back up again. He is only doing what he says he will do. It's just a matter of believing. Imagine, folks, what real faith could accomplish. So many lives could be touched physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually if we would practice believing. I believe we would see amazing things take place. And some of us have. Some of us have seen amazing things. I've had the honor to walk with God from a very early age and have witnessed the power of God for many, many years with all sorts of different answers to prayer in many different realms. When you was around a man and woman like my mom and dad and, and been around prayer, you watched 
you watch God answer prayer over and over again. That was why it was easy for me to follow God and not turn away. Not turn away. Some people say, oh, our family is so Christian that we just, it was too Christian. Folks, if you're living in a family that's walking with God, you're going to see the power of God. You're going to sense the power of God. And hopefully you too will live the power of God. It makes me think of the uh, uh, theme song for, you know, that, that movie, I Can Only Imagine. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when I walk by your side. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? I can only imagine what your heart will feel when you see Jesus and recognize it was his love and his power that has sustained you for all these years. To know that one day this world is going to pass away and we'll be dancing in his presence and recognizing our faith was not in vain. People of God, your faith is not in vain. The power of God is within you. You can do all things through Christ who brings you strength. It's time to start putting your faith in him. It's time to start living your faith like you've never lived it before. It's time to step up to the plate. Say, I want to be used by God today. I want to be used by God in every way. And when you start being used by God, Oh, man, you start feeling the the joy of the Lord. You'll start singing, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, Jesus is anxious to heal brokenness. Jesus is anxious to heal your brokenness, heal the issues you're dealing with, to walk by your side, and to be your best friend. His promises are sure. His word stands the test of time and hasn't changed from generation To generation, it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Will you hold on to God today? Will you call upon God today and say, Lord, I need you. Every hour I need you. Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me, O Lord, through the promised land. David said this in Psalms 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. If you're crushed in spirit today, I ask that you pray with me in closing that the Spirit of God would come into your life in such a powerful way that you cannot resist Him and that He will give you that strength and that power to be a man and woman of God who will be a difference maker in this world and who will stand on the foundation of the Word of God and never let the enemy persuade you otherwise. Pray with me, please. Our loving Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I come to you, asking you to be with every listener today. You know their heart. You know their situation. You know how some of them claim you, but Lord, there's no sign of you in their lives. I pray, Jesus, that there would be a sign of you, that they would want to live for you. They'd want to glorify your name. They'd want to share the good news. They would stand up for you. They wouldn't let the world sway them. God, give them strength today. And if any are broken by any situation or circumstance, in the name of Jesus, lay your hand on them today. May they feel your presence. May they feel the tug from the Holy Spirit. 
and give them the courage to stand up and be counted for. Lord, bless them and lead them. I thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.